Mental Health Podcast UK. My name is James, and today's guest is Harry. Harry, how are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm good. Good to hear, man. So, um, quick question before we get started. You released a um, a video yeah. um, on Instagram, and people may have not seen it. No. Um, I will uh, put the link in you know, the description in here, and people can go through it. Yeah. Um, what made you want to do that video? Um, so obviously, I made a video about, it must be like seven, eight weeks ago now, and it was called The Walk, and basically, it was a day that, you know, when I was going through uh, mental health, I was struggling with the mental health side stuff, I, um, one day I woke up and thought, I don't want to be here anymore, and basically, the video is about that day, and we call it The Walk, because it's the walk that I did from my house to where I wanted to, you know, basically end my life, and... That's why I released it because to let people know that anyone can go through it. So yeah, it's um that's why it's called the walk and that's why I did it just to let people know that any normal person, you know, don't matter who you are, boy, girl, old, young, you 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 can go through it and it's basically raising the awareness to let anyone know that anybody can go through it and that people can talk and if they do totally get help. Yeah, that's definitely hit me. So when. Did it all start with your mental health issues? When, when did you realise? Um, I'd say, you know, so, I, I wasn't, I was a normal kid. Like, it's crazy, like, I'm, I'm still a normal kid now. Um, yeah, from from reception to, you know, year 10, I was the happiest kid you ever meet, you know. I loved playing with my friends, I loved playing football, I loved, I loved doing anything. Like, I weren't the smartest kid, don't get me wrong, but, um, yeah, I'm not the smartest kid, but I, I always, I always, I always tried in school, don't get me wrong, I wasn't, the, wasn't an A-star student, I wasn't the, the best kid, like, sometimes I mess about, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, from like reception to year 10, I was just one of them lads, like one of, one of the boys, but then in year 11, um, you know, exams come round and teachers put loads of work on you, you know, to get you through what you need to go through to get ready for the exams, and it's, it, is a stressful, it is a stressful time for, you know, students, even the teachers, but obviously about... October time, we had um, mock exams, and this is where like I'm starting. Not, not, not. I'm not struggling. I'm just stressing, yeah. and I'm stressing, stressing about like just getting work put on me all the time. And I didn't want to do that, but then in October I got let go from Preston. So prior to getting let go from Preston, I was just, I was kind of just come back from I dislocated my knee. Right, yeah. So from like got we. Started pre-season, you know what, August time, whenever the school's academy, like, you know, when people, kids who went to school came back. So I, I recently only got back from the injury, so obviously October, it's not a lot of months to get fully fit. Yeah. Obviously I got let go, and um, I think that's when it started. It started, um, little things, just, you know, I react to something nastily, or I just get annoyed easily. So, October... That happened, got let go, we had exams, and one of the exams I just fell asleep in. Yeah. And I was just like, I was just so tired, I was just tired of thinking what I'm going to do. You know, because like, that night I didn't really sleep a lot, I was, trying, I was actually trying to revise. I remember I was in my room, and was it, what was it, was it science? I had science and I, I was clueless at science, <laughs> I was absolutely clueless. And um, so I had science books in my room. And I was like, nah, I'm not, I can't do this, like, I can't revise. I was just looking at books, like, making, like, when you just look at something, you go, go and get in, get in your head, yeah, so you remember it. Yeah, so, yeah, so I got kicked out of my exam, and then 
I got put in SLT, which is not SLT, isolation, which is like, um, it's like when. Yeah, all the naughty kids in it, all the naughty kids go, and um, I just started crying. I don't know why I started crying, and they were like, "Hi, what's up with you?" Because I was I was like a bubbly kid, and um, I just went, "I'm just, I'm not, I'm fine. I'm just tired. I'm just stressing a bit. I'll be, I'll be sweet." So obviously, I got I got that next that day. I was like, "Like, why, why did I cry? Why, why did I cry for no reason?" Yeah. So that, that was that was starting to confuse me. Like, why did I cry for no reason? Yeah. So like I didn't have a reason. Like I was fine. I was a per- I was a kid. with everything I wanted. I got a good family, good friends, you know. So I, I I was a bit confused. So then, obviously, we had more exams and more mock tests and all this. And this is all getting on top of my head. But at the same time as all this work going on top of your head, I'm thinking about what I'm going to do with football. So, in my head, I'm thinking, am I good enough to get another club? So I'm now I'm now I've got two options. What I do? Do I? focus on my GCSEs or do I just focus on my football because in my head I didn't think I'd do focus on both yeah. because I thought if I focus on my GCSEs my football's going to go downhill if I focus on my football I might get some I might get some but I might not get any GCSEs so it's, it's trying to level it out and that's what's confusing me at the beginning did you want to make it in football yeah what you to do in school yeah I think I think a lot of us a lot of kids yeah yeah a lot of kids yeah a lot of kids think you know I want to be that I want I want to be when you're older when you ask a kid to seven eight a professional footballer mm-hmm. you know and as easy as it sounds it's not easy no. you know it's, look at how many kids fail to get into club, clubs and then just quit so many of them yeah so I think yeah I think I kind of wanted to focus on my football but I couldn't because I in my back of my mind, I knew I had to get some GCSEs. Like overall, after all that happened, I only got four GCSEs: my maths, my English, my RE, um, and then a BTEC. So I didn't get a lot, but I got enough to that's what I needed. Yeah. So I, I by the time that I realised I need that to do something, I just focused on my math, make sure my maths and English, because obviously if you don't, you don't got to be doing. I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered redoing them. <laughs> My head, my head would fall off. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So it was just a lot of, you know, a lot of stress. You, you've yeah. just been released from a club. You got the stress of GCSEs coming on. Yeah, definitely. So much. And you're thinking, well, you know, what I make as a footballer. Yeah. But I also need this kind of a backup plan. Is yeah, I don't exactly. have a club. I need a future as well as exactly. not being able to exactly. I don't football. I obviously my my mum and dad knew that I was gonna like, I was stressing a bit. That's why I got a tutor for maths and English. So I made sure I passed them. But I think I didn't. I didn't think I knew the extent I'd go to. Yeah. After and obviously my mum and dad never thought that, or anyone of my friends or my family. Did Did you tell your mum or dad that you know you struggle in school, like you don't think you're gonna do well? No, no, because I, I I was always on the kids to be like I'll get it done. Don't worry yeah. about it. I've always been one of the kids like I've got my brothers to ask because my brother my brother's getting married. Yeah. And I got my brother other brother pecking me head for a video saying congrats. Yeah. I was like don't worry, I'll get it done. So I was always on the kids. I would get it done, but it'd be last minute, last minute, last minute. Yeah. But um, now nah, they didn't know I was struggling. They knew I weren't the brightest, but they always knew that I tried. Yeah. And I, you know, that's that's the they always always said that to me. As long as you try, but don't care what you get. As long as you try. Yeah. And that's good because some yeah. parents out there are like very strict. Yeah. yeah very strict. You know. Yeah. You're scared of I need to perform very well in these exams mm. because my parents want me to do well because they want me to do something well in life. <coughs> Is a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. I don't think you only realise how much pressure is in year eleven when you're in year eleven. Yeah. 
So you even think, yeah, like, I, I thought, yes, last year's school fly by. It didn't fly by. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> fly by. It was the slowest year I've ever been in school. Yeah, I bet. So being released from the club, what was going through your head then? And I, I need to find a club quick. Yeah, yeah. It was you know. it was weird, yeah, because when I instant so we got released at night. So all the team, all the team in my years on the sixteens find out if we get a scholar or we we're not getting one. So I found I found out and I got in the car and I felt like released. And I, I I don't know why I felt it, but I felt released and I told my mum this. I feel like free, so I can go wherever I want now. But then after that, after like that's gone past and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm like not struggling, I'm not struggling yet, but I'm, I'm getting stressed out thinking, oh, what am I gonna do? How am I get the club? You know, I, I, did, I was going from press, I was from press, like not from press, I was playing for Preston, so I didn't want to go play for Preston and go down to, you know, a lower league club because I think I can do better than that. But then, at that standard, you've got to do that because yeah. sometimes you got to go down to go up, and it's a cliche in it, but yeah. that's um, that's what that's about. But I, I felt relieved. Because I felt free and it was a weird feeling, but after a bit, I was like, you know what, I need to, I need to get a club seriously. Mm-hmm. And then when the club weren't coming knocking my door, stressing like, oh come on. So it's just it is a waiting game sometimes, but at the same time, some, you can just go get your name out there. Yeah, is that is that up to you to go and you know ring people, email yeah, people? Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Just scouts up for you as well. The um, so when the see, so say we got let go from Preston. So we play a game. We'd let the they'd let the other club know. Oh yeah, he's not getting us. He's he's free. Get you. Can, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you can contact him. Yeah. But obviously, my 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 family is quite football, so we quite know a few people. So obviously we contact them as well. Yeah. And luckily, I got myself one at Morecambe, uh, about Christmas time. I think just before Christmas. So. Christmas. Yeah. So yeah. So. It took it took a bit of time, but. That was, that was, that was like that was like maybe the, the tick of it, but it weren't the full tick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So after so after school, looking for a club and finally, you know, got a club. What else happened? Yeah. So obviously, <coughs> that was a, that was up. You know. So I got a club, and I knew us. I knew us and get a scholar there and whatnot. So that was football sorted. But obviously, then the work stressing up me up a bit, but it's fine. And then Christmas Eve, my nan um, sadly passed away suddenly. So we saw her the day before, before she passed away. So obviously not Christmas Eve, the day before that we saw her. Yeah. So all the family around hers. And then the next day I got woken up um, saying we need to go to the hospital. Um, nan's in hospital. So obviously that's a, that I've never experienced death before. Yeah. So I, I experienced when I was a kid and I, my great nan passed away. So your mum's nan or whatever. So I've experienced that, but I didn't get it. I was a kid. Yeah, you're only a kid. You don't realize. Yeah, but this at this age, I was eleven. No, I was eleven. I was in year eleven, so I was sixteen. I was trying to be a man, but I weren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not a man now. I'm only eighteen. So I've still got a lot of growing to do, but I was trying to be a man, and I weren't a man. And it was hard. That's why it was so hard because I was trying to be a man. I thought, oh, I can't. I've got to help. I've got to help hold it all in. Yeah. I can't let anyone see that I'm crying. But obviously, so that Christmas Eve, I just probably. Stayed in my room most of the time. I just slept all day, a lot of days, because I was up all night and obviously I was crying. I was, I was upset. I was mourning. You know, I was, I was mourning for my my nan who's passed away. But then um, that's when the thought started coming, thinking, why am I crying? Like I'm, crying, I'm here at four o'clock in the morning, crying for no reason. Obviously there was a reason, but I wasn't thinking that. 
So obviously, most at Christmas, it was a it was a nice time. That's it. It's supposed to be Christmas. Supposed to be like a family yeah, exactly. enjoyable thing. Exactly. It's just unfortunately, if things happen, don't they? That's life. But yeah. you know, you've got to when you look back at death, you got to think how the happy moments. You, know, you don't want to think that she's someone's died. Yeah. You want to think of the happy moments you had with each other. Yeah. So obviously, they weren't they weren't a good experience for any of our family. I think it was a big shock. So um, yeah. So then we got back to school, and the school obviously knew that was stressing a bit, but they didn't do it to the extent. And um, yeah, so then school kind of put some things in place. Like I went and go saw like one of the favorite teachers. Like it was good to a teacher, yeah. had a good relationship. I go see them maybe once a day, just check up on me. So this this it was still fine, you know. It was still a bit stressed, but I weren't. I was crying in there, but I weren't proper. You know, I don't want to be here anymore. But then obviously. I gradually didn't speak more and I gradually started having thoughts in my head and then it just gets worse and worse and I think it's from Christmas to the walk is about a month about 7th of June I think it's something my mate oh wait December what's up December January 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 so I think it's in January yeah. sorry my bad that, and that's when the walk happened so well, a lot of things have obviously gone on between in your head between then and that walk, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, to, definitely. To bring you to that Definitely. That, to that that's probably the biggest place where I just didn't talk to anyone. And it was, I say it was like a, I always used to say it's like a civil war in my head. Mm. So you have bad thoughts on one side and good thoughts on the other. And it's a civil war because it's so close together. Yeah. And obviously the bad thoughts are winning for a long time. Yeah. Obviously. So, so was you having like more bad days than good? Yeah. It, it was just. It was just. It was. It was like it was a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was sat in my room with no lights on. My mum would come in and I'd be like, you know, cover my eyes because it's so light. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was lazy. It, I was so lazy. I was a lazy, I'm quite a lazy kid. I mean, I love my bed. Yeah. But it wasn't expect, like, you don't, don't expect me to sleep in my bed all day. So that's when you kind of know, like, obviously, you're going to be sad and whatnot. See, but, when they come in and say, you know, are you alright? It's easy to say, yeah. Yeah, it's literally like, you're, you're alright, alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But did any of your friends get like suspicious being sat in your room all the time? Or? No, because because I when I say I sat in my room, I would go out, but I go out later at night, about half seven ish, and I go and I stay up all night, and I do yeah. that. So it's like a night owl. So, yeah. but sometimes I, like my friends in year eleven, we don't really go out. We, we used to always go on PS4. Yeah. You no, know, we used to always play FIFA Pro Clubs <laughs> and whatnot, so I could play that with them. Yeah. But I'd have some nights when I'm just there crying. Just were, you, were you still playing football at this time as well? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was, I was on, I was at Morecambe now. So I've moved to Morecambe. Well, not moved to Morecambe. I've signed for Morecambe. Morecambe. Um, at this time, so. Was was that helpful for you playing football? Like, um, did your mind just be free, no, like, no, no, because bad, bad it weren't that. It's because I was worried about. So I used to. I didn't like you to have to go train with Morecambe because it was so far away. And obviously, I've got my ideal sorted, so I didn't even need to go to prove anything. But it was good to show up. So every now, and, every like Tuesday, we might show up. But I used to stay down here and do goalkeeper sessions yeah. because we didn't have goalkeeper sessions on one of the days down in Morecambe. Yeah. And one of the sessions, it was with a guy called CK. That's why I call him. He's got. It's called Chris. I can't say his last name, so I call him CK. <laughs> and um, I remember one session, and we just talked for the whole. 
session. We didn't do it because I was having a stinker. Yeah. Because my head, my head weren't in the place. He knew that. I was having an absolute howler because worrying about what it's going to be like at Morecambe, how I'm going to be. Because that's just like, I was just worried about everything. Anything like I wouldn't, I'd worry about any single thing. Pressure and stuff that. Yeah, really literally, like, I'd, like I didn't get an haircut for so long because I was worried that people think of me. Yeah. And I was like, my hair was a mess, you know, like probably get wig. <laughs> so um, yeah. But anyway, so with the Chris, um, I just sat there all session with him, good hour, and was just talking like just talking how I feel, and that's when one of maybe the first times I proper opened up. Yeah. And it, it worked a lot, but I did it. And I think maybe that was the first stepping stone. And then obviously I've had a bad day and then a bad day again. I'm thinking, bloody hell, I, hope, I said something the other day what made me feel a bit like free. Now I'm down again crying, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's good that you found someone. Who yeah, well obviously. It just naturally came out. I yeah, just like, I think it's just frustration. Just it was just frustration as well. Like Obviously I'd love to say, I'd, I would have loved it to... Said to my mum, dad, yeah, mum, dad, I'm struggling here. I need some help. I got some help and it's fine. Yeah. But you, you, it's harder to family than someone who, not not cares about you, but it's not you're not their biggest problem. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're gonna be worried, but yeah. not as half as mm. much as your parents if they're like, knocking you door yeah, every five definitely, minutes. Definitely. But know, obviously, I think it's thinking the worst every time you go out and, yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? I think literally it's just frustration because I was having an absolute stink in the session as well. Yeah. Like, listen, Chris, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do, mate. I don't know whether I want to go more or not. But obviously, that was a good conversation. And I remember when I posted the walk, and he actually captioned, he actually talked about, on a tweet, retweeted it, talking about the session. And I, I literally, that's how I remember it. Because yeah. I, I don't even really remember the session. I can't remember what I even did in the session, but I remember the talk. You remember the talk, yeah. yeah definitely. That was like the first time you pretty much. Yeah, so I'd say. Up to yeah. That was Even if you just let a little bit out, you've still yeah. opened that. You've opened that door. Yeah, there, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that was. That probably just, probably, in the Christmas half turn, probably, I'd say. So, it, it's it's mad, but he's a good guy, Chris. Chris is a good guy. So then you had a few day bad days after that. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was continuous. It was a lot of, it was a lot of bad days, and then maybe, I have a little like a brighter day a little better day and yeah. then another six seven days of bad days and then at one point what's that just battles in your head just it's just me overthinking so much yeah. it's like because i i won't I, I didn't live in poverty so i've lived fine i've got a great house yeah. i've got a great family you know i've got great friends so i didn't have any of them problems i've, I've technically got a job for another next two years when i leave school so obviously my nan sadly passed away. So that's four positives against one negative that I can think of, just on top of my head. But that bad. What, yeah, but that bad good. obviously. Over, does the good for some reason. Yeah. So um, it's it what it's it's crazy. It's crazy how your own mind can trick you into things. It's like you can play every good game of the season. And then you have one bad game, but they'll always remember you for that bad game. Yeah, yeah. So with that bad incident, for some reason that was just, just stuck in your head that yeah, bad incident. Yeah, let's say that. It was but it's going to be, it's, it's one of your families, it's your nan, you know what I mean? It's not just yeah. anyone. You know, it, it's someone who's seen you grow up and you've seen all your life growing up, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, literally, literally. So you've just been having battles in your head yeah, constantly. Yeah, so probably this is about Christmas time, and obviously we get back to school. I'll let them know, and then they're. They can tell that I'm just down. Like, I literally went in there and went, "Listen, 
Lee Dyson it. And it, she called Sarah the chaplain. And I was like close with her through the whole journey of I was in school in year 11. I was like close with her. So she was like one of the big, big help. But um, I just said to her, listen, my nan's passed away. And yeah. um, she said, how do you feel? And, and, uh, and, walked, and just walked off. And obviously they knew it, it was worse now. Because I just kind of didn't care about anything. So I'd, I obviously I told them and then in lesson I just sat there. Sat there sleeping, not paying attention. They say something to me, I'd react, I'd get angry, you know, and this is I start getting in trouble a bit, a bit, and by me doing this, I'm distracting myself from learning. But obviously, when I'm doing something bad, and then I calm down afterwards, because I'm not, I'm not mean to do something bad. If I was lashed out with someone, just you know, getting angry at teachers because they're saying something, like get your head off desk. Like I shouldn't have my head on desk anyway, but yeah. I'm just so tired, yeah. I'm so drained. I can't even keep myself up straight, so I lash out and then half half a minute, five minutes late after being kicked out of the lesson, I'm there being an idiot, crying because I knew what I did wrong. I just couldn't stop it, yeah. just because I was so stressed out and I just it's yeah, it's just a lot. It's a lot of emotions to keep in, yeah. and then that's why you're, lash, you're just lashing out because you're getting some emotions out. Yeah. So it it was. It was a. It, I wouldn't. I, I've always said that I wouldn't change it. I'd. I'd. I'm happy that I went through it because it's made me who I am today. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Definitely. And I'm graduate. To be honest, I'm graduated today. To, yeah. You know, tell the story yeah. and we released that video. Yeah. You know, you've had a lot of views in that video. You've had yeah. a lot of positive com. You know, comments. Yeah, I've had, um, um, I think it's like sixty, seven thousand now. I think somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. people share it for me, so. Yeah, it's good. Probably help people that even realise it. Yeah, hopefully you know that I mean? was that was the aim. That was definitely the aim. You know, like that's it. There's a lot of people going through, like you said, and then um, you know you you're just constantly going through battles in your head. Do you do you specifically remember like any battles? Like, like obviously you've done the walk. Yeah. Like, what was going through your head that what you got to go pretty far to think. Yeah. That, that far ahead, do you know. What I mean? Yeah. So it was. Do you know? Like, let me define it rapid. I'll tell you what day it was because it's going to annoy me otherwise. I think it was the 7th of January. But basically, so I literally, I've not slept all night, and I've literally, oh, I've lost the act. I'm going to find it. I'm going to yeah. find it and update you, so just let them know at the end. But, um, so, it was a, it was whatever day it was, I find out. It's a it, Yeah, yeah, so it's literally recently after my nan's passed away, the next month, and, I've not I've not slept all all night. I've I've stayed up, and I've just I'm just crying. I'm just crying obviously my nan's. It'd be about my nan, but I'm just crying. Why it weren't that I was hearing things, but I just had that heavy heavy shoulders. Do you know what I mean? When someone just feels on you, and yeah. you know I felt embarrassed. I felt I I felt embarrassed, weird. You know I felt like a monster, but I wasn't. But I felt like that yeah. because of how, you know, how sad I was, yeah. and I just thought, you know, I don't want to be, I don't, I don't need this in my life. So if I just get it all away by ending it, then I've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. And literally, I woke up. I just got, I've gone, got changed, put my coat on, put me up because in in school, I used to always have a big coat with my hood up. Because I used to always have my hood up because no one see me. I thought no one see me if I can't see them. If someone's there, I can't see them. They can't see me. Yeah. 
so he's always having put up, so I've got my big hood up. And I've just said to my dad, Dad, I'm going to my mates. <clears throat> he went, oh, are you? I went, yeah, yeah. He went, all right, um, see, you, see you later. And that's that's the first lie I've done to him. Mm. I, I don't lie a lot to my dad. That was the first lie I ever did to my dad. Because our family's very open, so we don't lie a lot about a lot of stuff. And that, that was hard. Yeah, that, looking back now, that was, that's it's hard to look, to kind of think that you lied to your dad. And that's the last thing you might have ever said to him. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. Not a, it's not a pleasant thing. But anyway, obviously, I'm walking. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just listening. I'm just listening to things. I'm listening to the, the cars going past, the, the, you know, the birds, the trees swaying, anything. And I, I actually, I actually brought my mum's phone out with me because I had no data left. And when I've got closer to the, to the obviously I've had a lot of thoughts going past school and all that, you know, last time I might see that school again, might type, last time I might see things again. And I've got to this cemetery, and I don't know why I went to the cemetery, but I just thought if I go down the cemetery near the fields, and do try do something, to get rid of it. And obviously I've got my mum's data, so I've had to hot hotspot my mum's phone to my phone, so I can actually message my mate and say, say listen. And I think when I met my mates, it weren't to say goodbye, it was a cry for help. Yeah. I think, I, I, till it, I look back at it now and think, that weren't me saying goodbye, that was me saying, that was me saying, please get someone. To help me before yeah. I do something yeah. I don't want to do. But I've never said that to him, I just said, listen, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. But I, I knew, it, as weird as it's, I don't think it sounds weird, but as in, looking back at it now, thinking, that would, I thought that would be weird if I just said, listen, I need help. So by me saying that, I think that was my way of saying I need help. Yeah, well that's different ways yeah. of you know, saying it. So obviously, they've literally straight away on the phone texting my dad. Because no one had my dad's num- my mum's number. They always had my dad's. Right. So a lot of people said, oh, your dad must be so proud of you. I know, in this video, because mm-hmm. I didn't mention mum because I had my mum's phone. Right, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So she couldn't ring me. <laughs> so she's just stressed out at home. Yeah. Bless her. But um, obviously... They've all messaged my dad and my dad there ringing me. And I heard a panic in his voice saying, Harry, where are you? He's already driving. He's already got in his car and he's driving around Astley. It's where I live. So um, obviously he's driving around. And I just like, I just hear it. I didn't answer it the first time, so he rang me about. He just kept ringing me. And there's nothing more, more annoying when someone keeps ringing you, do, do you know what I mean? Mm. So anyway, I've answered it. I'm going, hello. And I, as I've heard him, I've just like cried. I just like, I just like, I just burst into tears. It just, I, you could hear the panic. I, I could hear the panic in his voice. And that was probably the worst. I, if, it's like hearing a dog cry. It, was, it, it didn't feel nice at all. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, I heard the panic in his voice and I, I just broke down and then I just said, yeah, I'm, I'm here. And I just he ended, ended the phone with him and I just started crying. I just on the walk, on sat on the wall, crying my eyes out. You know, just like hands and knees. And um, I mean, head and knees, and you know, I was just bursting out. But then two, two strangers, a couple, walked past me and just went, "Are you okay?" I went, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." Yeah, it's easy <laughs> to say that. Do you know what I mean? Look how, look how easy to say, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." Even though you. But I literally serious. wanted to go and end it all. Yeah. But like, you two seconds say, "Yeah, I'm fine." So like, all right, no worries. And you know. Even full, full on tears. Yeah, full on tears. I literally went bam. Dried my eyes, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm just waiting for my dad. And they just walked off. Yeah. 
and that that how easy it is to not realise that someone's struggling with it. That is so easy. Yeah. Like that literally just shows the whole point of why raising awareness for mental health is so important. Because yeah. I'm there, we're planning to go end whatever, end it all. And a, pair, a, a couple come, ask, come past you and say, yeah, you okay? Are you okay? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. It's crazy. It's so easy. And pe- that's why people, if they are, obviously, if they're ever in that position, you know, and someone asks you if you're okay, just say, no, you need help. And it, it's, that's, that's what we need to make normal yeah yeah so you know make sure you know you don't want to stay there because you thought you might make it worse at least say all right okay walk a couple of steps mm. away mm. and just stand there and wait pretend you're on the phone or something yeah, but just yeah. keep your eye on that person yeah definitely do you know what i mean because they could have walked off and that would have been it yeah and they would have think oh well that was that bad that we seen yeah you know when they see it on the news yeah, that's that yeah. bad that we seen oh i wish i could have done something i wish yeah. i wish i would have stopped now i know well, why didn't you? You should have. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's Don't so, say I wish it off. It's so easy to hide your true emotions, isn't it? Especially when you're going through a lot of stuff. That person comes out. You, you know, you never would have lied before because you're going through so much yeah. stuff. You've ended up lying. Yeah. yeah that obviously, much stuff obviously. You're willing to do anything yeah. and say anything. One, to not open up. Yeah. Two, to not say anything. And you just, you just want to you know, get out there. Yeah, literally. But how come you, you, you didn't want to open up to... Your parents? Did you feel like they? Yeah, yeah. Would be a bit. You're never gonna. It's, it's obviously you. I love my mum and dad. They're amazing. They do. They've done so much for me. Yeah. They've done so. Like my, my, my family. Like they, very close knitted. Even though we take the absolute mick out of each other. Yeah. Like we even till this day we take about a mick about each other about each other's fails in life. Like not fails, but obviously it's done stuff they've done stupidly, and we because it's just one. Of them, it's how my family is, and I love them, but. To, as a 16 year old kid yeah. to try and say that to your mum and dad without your mum and dad worrying it's yeah. going to be so hard because you're, you're still their baby yeah, like, like I'm 18 now and if I go out to a cl- if I go out to a club and my mum's there so you're messing me when you get in my mum will be walking at five in the morning she still yeah. thinks I'm a baby yeah, so yeah. as a 16 year old me thinking I'm not her baby I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell them because yeah. I'm not I, I, as a 16 year old I'm thinking I'm not a 16 year old Harry's thinking I'm not a baby I'm a man. I weren't a man. Because yeah. if a, a, a man, a real man, opens up, you know, uh, that's what that, that that's that takes a man. It takes a man to open up. Yeah, it, it takes a lot to open it up. It takes a it takes a proper man to open up. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, you're still a man if you don't open up. Yeah. But by opening up, you are a strong man. Yeah, yeah. A very strong man, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, and I feel like in in your case, I feel like you grown into a man quicker than what you expected. Mm. Yeah. Well, moving away, I would say after school, I moved to Morecambe to live in Diggs, obviously, because I didn't drive by, they didn't drive then. So, obviously, I had to, I had to live down there in Diggs, and that, that made me mature a lot. Yeah. But, obviously, I've just come out of one of the worst years of my life, yeah. and I stopped counselling for a bit, because, obviously, I was doing counselling. And I stopped it, and then I, w- I went back and did it. I had a little breakdown at Morecambe. I was sat in gym, I was, saying, I was just like, I don't want to be here, I don't want to be here, I don't want to be at Morecambe anymore. I wanted to leave. I was just stressing, because yeah. obviously it was a new environment to me. So then I got counselling with Morecambe as well. So every Thursday, I'd meet a counsellor and walk down the beach at night and just talk. And it, it was good. It was, I liked it, because it just kept me on track. It kept me on track, and that was, that was really important that I did that. Yeah. 
So that's what probably made me the biggest man. Was like I kept on doing it. And I made the right decision by it. I wanted to do it. Yeah, and obviously sticking by. And that was so, it. Was so easy to do it then because I knew what I was doing. So obviously I've gone through this terrible year when I've not expected any of it, and then I've gone off for summer summer break and then I've come back to a new not my school anymore, yeah. and come back to a new surrounding, new people I've hardly ever met in my life, you know. So, so I'm living with strangers. So obviously it, it's strange, but then when I realised that I needed to talk to someone. I did the right thing straight away, and I went. I went to my coach. I need to talk to someone. They they he gave me a number. I rang him, say I need to talk to someone, and went. Yeah, you got ten free sessions here. Right. And it was that easy because I knew I wanted to talk to someone. If I if I did that the first time round, you know I wouldn't be here talking about it. It would have been a lot easier story to tell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But at least you've been able to now turn around and say to him, you know, hey, I need to talk to someone. Mm. Like you've seen the sign that I'm gonna make it. Someone's not right. Yeah, definitely. Maybe if I see to someone, you know, see someone and talk to someone, don't help. Definitely. Was it just you two walking down? It was literally. And you, you just said, you know, tell me what's up, and he just listened. Yeah, like, it, it's literally. Like, explain anything. No. Why you're having them? No. Thoughts or anything. It, like at this point, I weren't having thoughts. I was just stressing about football. Right. And I, it's just I was obviously I wanted to impress. I wanted to be the first choice goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But see, I was only a kid still. So if there's a man who's a year older, maybe built proper. He's gonna get a better chance because it's it's his year. Do you know what I mean? The second year is always the years at play normally when goalkeepers. But obviously, I I weren't having bad bad thoughts. I was just thinking, why am I not playing football? Why am I not starting? Say don't start. Why am I not starting? Mm. So obviously, it's just one of them ones when just talking to him, saying, oh yeah, this annoyed me. This has annoyed me. And he just listened. And then we just talk about random things. It just keep me. Just kept flowing. Yeah. It just felt natural. Yeah, it just felt natural. And then if it was raining, we just went to the pub. And he got me. A, he bought me a, a, a kind of Pepsi or whatever. Mm. We just sat in there for until I drank that, and then we walked home. I drove home. Just, just something that felt. Natural. Yeah, it, it was good. It was very helpful. And um, when Morecam get let me do it, I was like, yeah, okay, happy days. I'll do that. Yeah. And obviously, I got to a point where I felt, yeah, I'm fine now. Mm. So I think that was, that that was the end of all my my um, you know overthinking and sadness from start of year eleven till. Probably October when I turned seventeen last year. I think that's when it all stopped. That's that. I think that's the whole journey in in a, in a quick nutshell. Obviously, day by day, it's um very, very um yeah, I think you detailed. Was on the, you know the fast track. You know when you was going through a lot of it, you experienced a lot straight yeah. away. Shot yeah. Time. Yeah. You went through some of that deals with it years and years yeah. and years. Head on, yeah. I literally, yeah, something you know what I mean? to I'll, go and do that final moment, yeah. There's nothing to do, mm. but to go back to that final moment when your dad called you, he come and pick you up, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, he picked me up. He, so what was it like when he picked you up when he finally got to you? I just, he just literally, I was in the car because the stranger was still there then, right? Because obviously, I've said, yeah, okay, and they're like hovering, around, right? Not hovering around, just walking past, like slowly walking past, making sure my uh, dad comes speeding up in his Merc wicks on the curb. Like a little gangster, big day with my dad, <laughs> and um, he just literally gets out of the car, he just puts his arm around me, and just literally ushers me to the car. I'm there, crying, like embarrassed, you know, embarrassed. I was crying, and looks like I'm, I used, it looks like I'm making a scene and whatnot. Yeah. He just ushered me into the car, and then I've just got in the car. And he's like, "Harry, what were you doing?" And I went like, I just burst out crying. I was like, I just get to explain to him how I felt. He went, he went, why don't you tell me how you feel? So I was like, I'll tell you how you feel, and I went. I came back to the Civil War thing, and when I've got bad thoughts and good thoughts, and they're fighting against each other, the bad thoughts are winning. Mm. A lot. Yeah. 
and then this is when we he the, the him and mum and dad contacted school and let him know, and then that's when I, it was it was I was dropping subjects, I was dropping history, I was dropping um what else I drop? Oh no, I, I just dropped history, and then in PE I didn't like go to PE because um I didn't like it and then you know it was. It's just, no, it's just, yeah, it's just annoying me. It's annoying me how PE. You visit that competitive side and you'd be like, yeah. "That would be the best at every sport going on." But the, the PE in year eleven, it was like seventy percent theory. So right. it's annoying me how someone who couldn't run twenty yards could know every single bowling body and get a pass. So it's, right, yeah, 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 it's just frustrating me. So obviously, them two subjects I didn't really, I didn't really pay attention to anymore. And they've, I'm talking to Sarah, who I'm really close with. Um, they've got me and they're referring me to cams. Um, which is a kids, um, mental health, um, like help thing. Yeah. What's it called? I can't remember. Like you know when you go through the, through the NHS, so you can go through there to get the cams, and then um, and do other things and going to the school counsellor. I I went to, I went to um, A and E, once whilst in school, so I was in school and I was like, I was like I said to him I, I don't want to be here. This is before. I did the walk. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. So I've told, I've actually told people that I don't want to be here. Yeah. And obviously, school contacted my mum and dad. And then we went to, was it Wigan? I think it was Wigan. Wigan and A&E. And we sat there with um, one of the counsellors. And she just said, tell me how you feel like. I was like, I just don't want to be here. I went, I just wake up and don't want to be here. I go to bed, I don't want to be here. You know, I said I said to him, I said to him, well, some mum and dad were there. I go sleep sometimes thinking I won't wake up, and I'll be happier. Yeah. And that was so hard to tell, so a random person, whilst mum and dad sat there. Yeah. And I say, well, mom, you obviously your mum's, your mum's, every mum's the the one that always cries in it, and you know my mum cries yeah. all the time. She cried, she cried at once. She watched my video. You know, she 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 cries at anything. My mum, she's yeah, yeah. big softy. But um, yeah, so that was hard when I told him that. But obviously then that whilst I told them that, then I said if I've gone to do the walk and then after the walk I'm still saying that some days. Some days I'm still having bad thoughts. Yeah. So it's a it's a, it's a it's a back and forth story. A lot yeah. of things happened that happened again and some things that maybe didn't happen and when something didn't happen for a bit, then I'm thinking, Okay, I'm getting better now, I'm getting better. Yeah. So once so you told your dad in the car, you went home. Yeah, I went home, slept all day. All day, mentally uh, and physically exhausted. I was so, so tired. Like it's like I've not been asleep for like eighty hours. Yeah. I literally got my mum's bed mum's bed come my mum's bed so comfy. <laughs> I literally went, Mum, I'm sleeping here and I've gone to sleep. And they're like, Have you what's up? I was like, No, no, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. And I went to sleep and went I think I swear to god yeah, I must have woke up about ten o'clock at night and then had some food and went back to bed till the next day. I know, that's been the first time I've not stayed up all night for, for a long time. So I've slept all that time. It was a great sleep. It was a great <laughs> sleep. sleep oh, man, it was a great sleep. Yeah, I slept. I was so tired. Yeah, you sleep well after, you know, a lot of battling thoughts and a really good yeah. cry. You mm. just, just mentally drained. Yeah, you're straight out. Yeah, so you... the next thing, you know, after you've had like three days sleep. Yeah, I've had like 80 <laughs> um, days sleep. Did you uh, talk to your dad then? Was your parents coming? Yeah, so obviously okay? we... Obviously, when I've done the walk, so I've had to sleep, and you know, I think I think it's in school on the Monday, so 
this this one woman that had told the school because obviously they need to check up and make sure and again we just I, I started coming out less and more I had a pass if I felt anxious or nervous like or I felt like I was going to have a little breakdown yeah. then I had a pass to go out and go see a member of staff who I like and who I'm close to and yeah so we just started doing little procedures to make sure that if I'm having a breakdown I'm in a safe place to do it yeah. you know and I, I felt I was felt safe doing it so we just school good school were very good yeah was there was any yeah I'd say classmates looking at you thinking why is he leaving early or anything like that yeah I any used, rumors yeah. or anything like that yeah I, rem- I, I remember school once school can be a bit of a ruthless place for yeah. me I, I got bullied yeah. so do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was. Uh, Rumors um, go around very quick, and I was in school ten years ago. So yeah, I was. I was a kid that older older people used to know because of my brothers. Right. Especially was in year seven. Yeah. All the teachers used to know me because of my brothers. Because yeah. we went to the same school. Yeah. But then I was also known as the the kid that was, you know, bubbly and happy. So when they start, when I remember a few people, told I used to message me saying, "Are you depressed?" And I was like, "What?" Yeah. I used to always say no. I used to always say, I used to always deny it. Even when I was sad, I was like, nah, I'm not depressed. I'm just sad. I'll be alright. Yeah. But obviously, people did hear. Obviously, my, my close mates found out eventually, you know. Yeah. It, it, I think it was inevitable. Like, if you went into the service room, you knew something was not the best happening. Right. And obviously, it was kind of realised. But I think a lot of people, a lot of people, um, are always nice when people are struggling but yeah. what annoys me the most is everyone jumps on the the raise awareness for mental health um, wagon when someone's committed suicide yeah. it's always too it's always raising awareness after someone does it yeah. like why can't I just be all the time yeah, obviously you can't be obviously it's hard doing it but if people are there committed to do it if you want to go on Instagram and like a photo and scroll on it for half an hour, why can't you just share something that takes exactly, two seconds? Exactly. Exactly. Once a day, twice a day. Exactly. You know, so even if it's something motivational for someone who needs mm. to see it or something that says you know open up to someone, just just as something as yeah, easy as like that. Definitely. I think. I think people. I think. I've, without making it sound bad, I feel feel like it's a, a social media like. How do I say it? There's a lot of people out there really that are putting pictures up of the best life and living the life. Yeah, really, but fake. Just, just, just put what you're putting yeah. up, put, put how you feel. Yeah, definitely. You know, put how you look. If you're crying, you know, you might not want to share it, but yeah. don't be afraid of sharing it. You know, some people are going to go, you are right, are you okay? Yeah, yeah you know? sometimes you need that. Sometimes yeah, you need to ask that question. Even, so, though, even if you're basically asking for someone to ask it, if yeah. they ask it, then happy days. That that's mean. it, yeah. Like, you know. It's hard sometimes when someone says you're okay. We, we can't force people to say something. Yeah, okay. definitely it's hard. I, I I understand when people don't want to talk, but... They just need to know you're there, or don't they? Yeah, they ready? need to know someone's there. So you've, you know, spoke to your dad yeah. and your mum. Did then a couple of days, weeks after, did you realise your days will start getting better? You dealt with more good days than bad? Yeah, so, obviously... With that. Yeah, um, it, it was a slow from Christmas to. You feel like a big weight had gone off your shoulders after that day. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, wow. That was when I died. That was like. Now. Obviously, I have a few moments where I'm kicking off of people, yeah. you know, but that was just because I was still have maybe have a bad day. Yeah. I wasn't kicking off, I was throwing punches, I was just getting annoyed. Yeah. I got annoyed really easily. 
yeah, I some some days I used to have a day where I wouldn't even see see Sarah anymore because I was fine. Yeah. But then another day I'm like, oh, I'm having a, I'm having a wobble here, and then I get annoyed whilst I'm having a wobble because I'm you, thinking you I had a good day. Yeah, well, I've, I've had a good day yesterday, so why am I sad today? Mm. Obviously, it's just slowly, slowly. It's getting better. It's getting better, and it's 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 a slow, it's a slow progress process. But yeah. um, I think with people like that, like you said, you know, when you're having a bad day, go through the emotions. Go through yeah. it. Have your bad day. I'm yeah. having a bad day. You cry, you cry. Go go see someone. I'm having a bad day. Yeah. Don't battle yourself so much. Yeah. Like, I'm a good day. I know. You I just know. battle yourself and make it ten times worse. Yeah. I'm having Definitely. a shit day. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna go someone. Hey, I'm having a bad day here. Yeah. You know. And hopefully tomorrow's better. Yeah, if not, hopefully. you do the same again. Yeah. You say to someone, oh, hey, another bad day, yeah, what's going on? Go through your emotions. Yeah, I think um, it's just, you need to realise, people do need to realise that everyone has a bad day. Yeah. Everyone has a bad day. Yeah, definitely. It's just how to control that bad day. And also, it's and sometimes as well, people throw the wrong word out there. They get mixed up from a bad day. To say they're depressed. Yeah, Le- yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. You have a bad day. You have a bad yeah. day. You're not depressed on yeah. one day. That's bad. Yeah. That if you're having like you've had yeah. more day bad days than good. Yeah. Then you day you're depressed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But you know, people need to stop throwing that word around quick. Yeah. It's just yeah, I'm having a bad day. One bad day. But tomorrow, I'm gonna make sure it's good. Yeah. So it's all about it's all about making little steps to and goals to reach towards. That's what I did. Yeah. So I try to have a week, have a good week, and then two weeks, and then I've had a bad day in that one in weeks, and then I was like, all right, okay, we do three days now, yeah. and slowly, 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 that's what that's what we did. So what what helped you, you know, keep happy, stay happy, stay motivated? Just yourself, or knowing prob- that you'd opened up a bit. Or? It was probably just it making is to get less stress stress of mum and dad first. I knew that I had stress of my mum and dad now. Yeah. So obviously that and then obviously football I wanted to become a footballer I wanted to become a full time footballer which I did and um, yeah I think then I, I, I didn't really think about it at the time but I look back now it will be like stuff like that it was um, to get get done with school as well you know yeah. finish school that's what every kid's dream is when they're in school to finish in it yeah, and finally finally finish school and that was that was good go prom with your mates Go after prom and get drink loads of soda and whatnot. So, um, yeah. do you know what I mean? I, I think little, little goals like that, little um, things, stories you can go back on and look and think, you know what, it's a good night, that. So, I think definitely just little things like that. Little moments that you cherish. I think after prom, I cherished a lot because obviously we've had a, we've had a few drinks and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And um, obviously, I'm just there with my mates and thinking, wow, my mates are class. Yeah. And obviously, I look back on it all, and like you've helped me, you've helped me, you've helped me, and that's what makes it about. Yeah, makes it there for you. Yeah, it makes you glad that you know. Yeah, I'm definitely. Glad yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I don't want to keep going back, but um, just one last, uh, not one last question, but going back to your mum and dad. When you was doing that, what did you ever think? What's my mum and dad gonna be like if I go through with this? No. Not what people do, do they? No. It's just it's, about, it, I want to end this in my head, and that's it. Yeah. Like, and people say, oh, it's selfish. What about your mum and dad? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's selfish. I understand when people say it's selfish. You know, I, I do understand that, but at the same time, 
you are being selfish because you're only thinking about yourself. Yeah, you just want to end that score. And you are technically you are being selfish to think about it. You know, if you're not thinking about your mum or dad or anyone else, like what you what what you what you're gonna cause them, and you are being selfish. But yeah, at the same time, I'm being selfish because I want to get rid of it all. Yeah, because unfortunately for me, I I've known someone who's you know left his daughter behind. Yeah, and you just gotta think. Do do you sit there and think? But I'm gonna I'm I'm mm. gonna leave her behind. But it's your mind's probably battling with you saying I'm gonna leave her behind. Yeah, but you know, if you yeah. do this, then you're going yeah, to be pain free. Yeah, exactly. And it's just a big, big battle. But um, I'm glad you've come out of the end yeah. to, to be able to Definitely. tell this story. So, are you playing football now? You yeah. So in August, so I've had I've had two years at Morecambe, okay. and then in August I'm going flying out to America right. to nice. play football there or soccer they call it, yeah, don't they? Over and there. Ca- get carry on with a degree. So I'm not sure what the degree is going to be yet, but I'm going to Missouri. To Jefferson College, the cold, so yeah, can't wait. It's um, exciting times. Hopefully, I can bring what I'm trying to do over over here, over there. Yeah. So I'll get more people on board, so definitely. Yeah, that's definitely right, yeah. So you go over there, will you be playing for a uni? Or yeah, playing a, a, pro team over a uni, there? a uni. So they're called Jefferson College, the cold. Yeah. And um, they're in Missouri, near St. Louis. Right. So it's I don't know where it is in the world. Yeah. I don't know. Where, that's not, I don't know it's in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But nah, so, I can't wait. Is that just you by uh, applying for it, or did you get scouted? Um, it was by you do it for a company. You do it for yeah. a company, and then they get all these clips and all that sorted, and then you do it that way. But yeah. Obviously, it was it's, it was a big decision, but I'm, yeah, I can't wait now. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait. You know and I think that's kind of it. When I look back from year eleven till now, I think yeah, okay, Harry, you've yeah. done well, mate. You've done all right. Like when I was at some not as high a club as you, I was like Northwest County. Yeah. And people have come back from America and you know gone up. Yeah. You know, yeah it's crazy. Come back from America, they play at Northwest County's Evo Stick. Yeah. And, you know, for example, look at Vardy. Yeah. He's, he's the right example to use. Yeah. Well, Americans are always they're always just over the top with everything, aren't they? So yeah. they just do everything better. They just do everything better. Yeah. But so so you enjoy your football more. Yeah. More yeah. happier more now. Yeah, definitely. Just. Play, got like two weeks left at Morecambe and then a few weeks off and then get ready to go to America yeah you scared to leave your parents behind for a while uh, nah, nah. <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm missing of course I'm missing but they can face I've said to them well, you can face me, FaceTime me twice a week just twice a week, just twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> so I FaceTime you every day when you won't <laughs> who do you think I'll miss you more your mum or dad my mum my, dad, my dad's buzzing my dad's got all my brothers out, <laughs> all, all of us out the house now it's just him and my mum out the house that's it you can't wait Cinema room ready, mate. Yeah, I know. Cave, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's always at home. It's always works at home. It's definitely got something there. That's not bad, though, is it? No. Nah, okay. Yeah, you go to America. Nice. Yeah. So, who do you think will cry? You mum or dad? How do you think you'll cry? Nah, my mum cries. Mom do you think you will? Nah, nah. I don't cry. <laughs> 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 don't cry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ran on my tears out. But um, nah. My mum, my mum, my mum, we're going on holiday as a family, all together in Turkey to our villa, and then obviously we're coming back, and then me and mum and dad are going to Florida or somewhere before yeah. we go to Missouri, but my mum will cry when I'm packing, I'm packing my stuff in my room, and when when I'm saying goodbye to her at the door, she cry then, <laughs> and Dara put money on that, yeah. but nah, she's she's a good woman, my mum. So for the people that are going to be listening. Um, I'm hoping it's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, 
being released from a pro club, you know, you've seen a, seen a party before that, you know, people have took their own lives. Yeah. Due to being released from a big club, because that's actually. all they've wanted to do. What advice would you give to people, you know, who have been released from, you know, a pro club or a very high club? Yeah. There's advice, because you, you've done it. You've My done advice. Wars and gone back to the double club and now you're going to America. My advice would be, there's so many clubs out there. Just because one person of one club has said you're not good enough doesn't mean you're not good enough for the other 90, whatever, league teams around the, in the country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's, so, there's so many clubs. And if you, don't, if, you, if you don't get the club what you wanted to do, so what? Just work hard. Even though some days you might find it rubbish, you might not be the best standard. But if, literally, if you just if you keep your head on and you just keep focusing on what you want to do, I always believe that Whatever you want to do, you can do it if you focus on it. Yeah. So, and there's nothing wrong with dropping down. Nah, there's nothing wrong with getting let go. So many people being let go. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not embarrassing. No. Like. Yeah, it's a pro club, but doesn't not say that you can't make it back. Mm. Drop down a whole week, get more game yeah. time, more experience. Definitely. Be back up there. Definitely. Always watching. Someone's always watching. My dad, my dad said this. Someone's always watching. Hundred percent. And any. Advice for anyone else out there struggling, whether it's be with school GCSEs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, if you are like obviously this is this is what I think. Yeah. If you're struggling, just talk. It's gonna be so hard, but when you do that, just that little when you open that mouth and say you need help or you're struggling, then that's when everyone comes and helps you. Yeah. And if you by doing that, you it make your life so much easier. You know, even a chat line. I I try to chat lines sometimes when I'm in my bed. At night, just crying, and they help. Even they help you. Yeah. But they make you feel something. They make you feel a bit of normal. Yeah. So just literally any way you, if you want, any way you can open up to do it, yeah, and you know, you make your life so much easier. Yeah, it'd be easier once somebody opens up. Mm. You know, you did. I feel like I feel like it. You know, it saved your life and your friends. Have, mm. Friends have definitely, definitely saved your life. Yeah, definitely. I own, I own one, don't I? Yeah. I'll buy him a drink. <laughs> That's it. You have to do him proud when yeah. you go over to America. But yeah, it's don't don't be afraid of opening yeah, up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. No matter how old, how young, you can tell someone you're struggling, and also with your friends as well. It's tell your friends, yeah, I'm struggling, but don't bombard me. Yeah, yeah don't message it. me every day. Don't ring me every day. Yeah. Don't ask me, I'll be alright, just like, act normal. Act normal, that's what... If you see something a bit different and you're acting strange, just say, are you okay, you're acting a bit strange today? Yeah, I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah, definitely. That was my worry, that I didn't want people to think I was different. Yeah. That's why I used to always have my hood up, because if I didn't see people, they wouldn't see me. Yeah, that's definitely it. But, you know, I thank you very much for coming down. I appreciate it. I'm glad Ollie gave me your number. Yeah, all in mind, shout out to GKN, <laughs> best club brand out there. <laughs> That's it, get, get it in where There you go, Ollie. <laughs> how did, how did uh, Ollie end up messaging me? Did he tell you? I put it in the group chat. I put it in the podcast because obviously they've seen the video, all the lads in the group chat. Yeah. And I put, um, you know, anyone got a podcast, I could go on, you know, hopefully spread the awareness. And Ollie went, can I give my mate on my, your number? I went, yeah, go for it, lad. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he did. I yeah. really am glad he did, and you know, I feel like hopefully together get this out, share it yeah. out. I'll get, I'll get my yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll get it shared about. Definitely. Get people out there, hopefully open up. Definitely. But yeah, I 
thank you very much for coming Appreciate down. Appreciate it. I will tag Harry's uh, information in the description, also the link to his videos. And if anyone out there is struggling, do not be afraid to open up. Remember, people do care about you, people do love you. So have a good day, and we'll see you on the next episode.